0: episode 254 of the customer support leaders podcast i'm charlotte ward today welcome hillary dudek to talk about being back on the job market i'd like to welcome back to the podcast today Hilary dudek hillary lovely to have you back again thank you for joining me how are you doing
1: I am doing so well. Thank you so much for having me back. It's been a long time. It's good to be back.
0: (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. Um, thanks so much. So you brought this topic to me. Um, and it's one that I know a lot of people are, um, well, it's an experience. A lot of people I know are going through right now or have recently. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think just the more people we can get to talk about this topic and be, you know, out there with their experiences, the better, right? So so what, what are we talking about today?
1: So today, I thought it would be really interesting and probably, hopefully, a morale boost to talk about being laid off, being unemployed, and sort of dealing with everything that comes with it, because it's more than just a job search, right? It's more than just... Having to go through applications. So, um, yeah, having recently gone through it myself and come out on the other side, uh, it's something that's very, very recent for me still
0: um mm-hmm. um I mean you hit the nail on the head it's it's so much more than a job search and um thank you for bringing that because because when we talk about you know even the experience of being laid off we we dive straight into the search side of it so quickly I've done that on this podcast I've done that when I've written before um and that's the the theme of so many um blogs and other shows out there is kind of how do you find the next thing. But actually, the experience of of being let go of being laid off for whatever reason is is a difficult one, isn't it?
1: It really is. You go through a ton of emotions, of course, um everything from maybe you feel relief um, because Mm -hmm. of the situation or the company or what is happening. Um, Stress, of course, panic. I certainly felt panic Mm -hmm. as well. Um, And sort of this, okay, what do I do now? Like it also, you know, I was very privileged and I, I want to acknowledge that on this podcast, like I had a decent amount in savings. We had a little bit of runway, I recognize that not everyone is going to resonate with some of the things I say because not everyone has that blessing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had fortunately been able to save a little bit, so it didn't hurt quite as bad.
0: Mm-hmm. but it still hurts uh, you know emotionally and and spiritually, doesn't it? I mean it, it whatever the reason, whether there's you know it's a 20% reduction in force or whether it's a what what at the very least feels like a targeted <laughs> layoff. Um, uh, it, all, it all takes its toll, doesn't it? It's so easy to take it personally.
1: Absolutely. To take it personally, to dwell in the past and think, well, if only Mm. I had done this different or that different, or maybe if this initiative had succeeded, um, you just, you start diving into what ifs, um, which is not a good place to be, Um, Mm. but neither is operating from a scarcity mindset either. Um, And just sort of looking to the the future. And so that's where I really found for myself personally, my struggle is uh, remaining present. Uh, That's not something that I do very easily. I'm either constantly looking ahead to the next thing or I'm dwelling on the past and neither is productive, especially when laid off.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's a certain amount of acceptance that you have to go through. I'm, I'm a little like you. I'm constantly moving forward. I'm always looking to the next thing. Never satisfied, never, you know, never, never being grateful for what I have never in the present always in the next thing that's where my head always is uh, and the same is is particularly true under uh, the kind of layoff circumstances and i love what you said about the scarcity mindset which i want to pull on a, a string i want to pull on in a minute but um mm. that that mindset of kind of constantly looking forward it can interrupt your um ability to process what you've been through but also it can make you panic can't it it's like i i need to figure this out really quickly so so tell me tell me a little bit about the scarce, scarcity mindset in that moment um and is that is that what you're recognizing really in terms of those kind of emotions that presence that you talked about before what what's the scarcity mindset to you in that moment
1: yes it's similar to not being balanced or remaining in the present um i think it's also something that i was operating out of a scarcity mindset long before i had been laid off so it's Mm. not unique to being laid off but i think it Mm. certainly rears its head because now you're actually experiencing scarcity um but yeah just never being satisfied just always pushing never giving yourself rest always moving towards that next thing Mm. and never stopping to think well will this next thing actually enhance my quality of life not just mm. my job or my title or my career, but like, am I actually happy with what I have and where I'm at in, uh, yeah. So that's what I mean by, by the scarcity mindset, just constantly feeling like you need to do more instead of sitting back and going for me, at least I do have some savings. I have a house. I'm not homeless. I have a family. I have a support system. I have community. Okay, things are not that bad. let's let's see what I can tackle, what I can handle, what's under my control, but then letting the rest be. And that's something that I'm not good at is relinquishing control. <laughs> yeah,
0: I hear you, I hear you. Um, it's that taking stock is super important because otherwise, I think it's very easy to go into that place where you assume it's all about you. Um, and, you know, that, that, that brings on a sort of despair, doesn't it? If not a, a, a depression, it's certainly a despair that I think is difficult for anyone to cope with. And I think taking that moment to say, OK, these are the assets, whether they're financial or, or familial or, you know, uh, like support network, or community, whatever it is. These mm-hmm. or skills, even right. The, this yeah. is actually what I have inside me, and and doing an audit and an, in, an inventory of that landscape is really helpful to say, as you said, things aren't as bad as I think they might have been otherwise mm-hmm. in this moment. And you know, you made the fair point earlier. Not everyone has all of those blessings, but no. you have to know what you have at your disposal, right? It's worth doing that audit.
1: Yeah, it's worth taking the inventory and seeing what you have, and. Also, I think spinning things, um, not in a toxic way, but just in a in a naturally positive way. For example, yes, when I was laid off, I had a lot of time, but I had a lot of time to create. You and I have swapped our Procreate drawings in we another have. time. I had much more time to create. I had much more time to just be um, mm. with myself, which is very scary, but also really freeing and very mm. healthy, I think. And I think it expedited my healing process. I had a lot of time to talk to people in the support driven community. Every, so many people reached out to me and we just set up these lovely one-on-ones during the day. So mm. I felt like I was still contributing. I was still active I was talking to people. I wasn't just hiding in my room. Um, it was just truly lovely. And so, mm. you know, just finding the time to do other things because yes, you should be applying to jobs, obviously, But maybe not right away. That's something that I did too. Maybe we can touch on that. Don't panic apply to everything that is like posted.
0: Yeah. I mean, I have been laid off three times in a row. And um, the first time I did exactly that, panic apply, uh, go into that cycle of like, oh my God, if only I'd done this, if only I'd been that. I've got to get out there. I've got to get a job. I didn't take stock, but believe me, the second and third times you, <laughs> you kind of Yeah, I've I've ridden this rodeo before. I know what it looks like. I don't need to panic. This is these are the th- these are the things I have, but also to your point, these are the things I need to cultivate, you know. I need to cultivate a better network. I need to cultivate um skills. I need to cultivate probably some self-esteem as well because getting laid <laughs> off is yeah. As, 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 as healthily as you might handle it, it does knock your confidence a bit. And that might be temporary. Hopefully it's temporary. But, you know, like cultivating all of those things and rebuilding yourself ready for not, not from the ground up. Like I'm not talking about a complete kind of breakdown of, of personality and rebuilding a new you here. But I just think like there's an element of kind of I'm building for the next stage now.
1: Yes. Yes, exactly. And taking stock of where you are in your assets, I think also includes taking stock of, okay, what did I like about this previous company? What did I not like? What did not fit well? Um, Knowing myself a little bit better and that I am not able to stay present very easily. Maybe don't apply to these job postings that say works well under pressure and can multitask like a fiend. (laughs) I can do those things. I need to stop doing those things so much. I need mm-hmm. to back off. So I think that is it. And then and then sticking to what you find and what you determine to be a good fit for you and not mm-hmm. applying to the jobs that don't, you feel will not be a good fit.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um. And, and the other thing that occurs to me is, you know, when, um. gosh, I mean, it's more years ago than I, I would want to admit to, let's just, let's just say that. (laughs) Um, But one of the very first roles I wasn't let go from, but that I left, um, somebody commented, it was a very casual comment. um, But like so many things early in your career, they kind of really stick with you. And bear in mind, this wasn't, I I wasn't let go, but nonetheless, it still holds true, I think. And, And that is what that person said to me was, the second best thing you did so far in your career was to join this company. And I won't tell you what the company was, but that was the second best thing I'd done. The best thing was to be leaving that company. And I thought that was a really interesting take because joining the company was a really good thing. It, Mm -hmm. it, it, I learned so much. I grew professionally and, uh, you know, in terms of my my technical skills and everything. Like I grew in so many ways. Um, it was part of my growing up. That's how many years ago it was. But nonetheless, it wasn't the end of good experiences for me at that point. And, and actually leaving was the beginning of a new chapter. And really what I took from that was I've got everything that I'm I was ever destined to get from that role. And now, now this moment now is the best moment because now I have more than I started with and now I'm building for the future. And yeah. I really liked that view of it.
1: I think that's a really awesome view. That person had, that person was wise. They they had some perspective that maybe you didn't mm-hmm. have, but that is very true. And I think, you know, once again, privileged place when you're not straight up panicking, yes. But that's absolutely what this was. It was the start of a whole new chapter and it forced me to reevaluate what I wanted. And I wrote those things down. I think there's some power in writing. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down that I wanted a creative career. I was no longer interested in healthcare. I was, I wanted these attributes in my next role. And, um, you know, just just folks, it for, forces you to focus. And I was so proud of myself a couple of times when I, I got my LinkedIn alerts for these jobs that did not fit that criteria and I was about to click apply I said universe you see this I'm not gonna do it I'm not doing it I really yeah. want to though <laughs> Good to you. so that Good was to you. very very freeing it took a while though it took about six weeks to get to that point
0: yeah yeah and I mean to be honest as much as we say don't panic apply I think it's perfectly natural to hit the LinkedIn easy apply a few times the day you were let go sometimes right oh yeah you just let we all have that moment. I've done it every single time. I'll go out and click easy apply <laughs> on the first five and just and then I sit back and yes. think I don't know what I was thinking, but okay, let's not do that anymore.
1: <laughs> and then um, also you get the declines like four weeks later and you're like, What the heck role was this? Did I apply? <laughs> yeah. I don't yes, even yes,
0: remember it. It's like you're in another place, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so if we were to take I mean, we talked a lot about handling and just taking stock in that first day few weeks right um really is what we're talking about um just super briefly and maybe I'd I'd love you to to come back and explore more about the search side of this um another time I think that would be awesome um how do you I I guess the final question I want to ask you though given that you're going to come back please I'm holding you to ransom now by by saying you're going to come back live on air Um, (laughs) but my my last question really is this how do you know when you have taken sufficient stock and it is time to actually move into a more active search when when does that stop
1: I think for everyone it will look differently but for me it was when i felt like myself um which is i know a very ambiguous feeling, but I know how Hillary feels when she's in a good place. And maybe life isn't even good, but she's in a good place and she's doing things. She's got an optimistic viewpoint and a balance. She's very balanced. I'm very balanced across all areas of my life. And I know what it feels now to be misaligned with that. And so I had been misaligned for like a year leading up to this layoff mm-hmm. too. This was not mm-hmm. unique to the layoff. Mm-hmm. Um but I felt like myself again. I found myself being creative again. That is a signal for me. I found myself gravitating back towards colors. So, for example, actually doing fun makeup or dyeing my hair, that was something that those things mm-hmm. fall off when I'm not myself. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't painted my nails in over a year. That's Those things fall away. Yeah. So really paying attention to what feels like you and your inner child. I know that sounds kind of like woo-woo, but... What feels like you? And then when you feel like you're in that good place, now move forward. Because now you're whole and you're probably out of that reptile brain that's like screaming at you to panic apply.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. That's so true. I I think, I think you're absolutely right. I think it's a journey we all go on that kind of journey of self discovery and um, understanding who you are when life is calm and good is. It's really important so that you recognize it when it comes around again. That's for sure. I couldn't agree more. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So don't, top, don't stop taking stock even once you land that job or you move past whatever crisis you're facing. Keep taking stock. And that's something that I'm going to work on moving forward is just mm-hmm. maintaining that pulse with yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Perfect, that
0: makes perfect sense to me. Thank you so much for joining me today, Hillary. Um, please come back and talk about the second half of this, won't you the actual the actual search where it begins once you once you've counted all of your blessings and you're in that happy place and you're calm uh, and you're ready for the next stage. Will you come back and do that?
1: I would love to. absolutely.
0: That's it for today. Go to customersupportleaders.com forward slash 254 for the show notes, and I'll see you next time.